Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I mean, I feel like I could cover this song. <laughs> I'd like to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> what is this? And how did you find this Serious, song? It's called Serious Drug by somebody called Wild, Wild Cookie. And uh, it just came up in the algorithm and I was laughing so hard. Because of the pitchiness? No. Because it's about cocaine. Oh, is it? Oh, cocaine. There you go. So what is he or she saying? Or they? Literally shouting out everyone who's had a cocaine problem. Okay. Robert Downey Jr. comes up. Oh, yeah? Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. Okay. Didn't have to catch on fire. Everybody getting into wild cocaine habits. Yeah, yeah. It's a hell of a drug. I'm just adding it to my um, (laughs) playlist of songs I don't need to hear again for a second time. (laughs) Have you ever blocked a song? Like, have you ever just like a song keeps coming up in the algorithm and you're like, I I don't want this song. Can you block a song? Yes, you can. What? Yeah, I think you can. No. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to think of where you go. No. Or I think you can you like can you remove find it, it from a playlist. Offensive or, or it's something? Just, there was a stupid sunscreen song. Not like the old Baz Luhrmann one, but this other s- song that just came up and it was the worst and it kept coming up on a playlist I was listening to. And I was able to, uh, I think I, I blocked it. I thought I blocked it. I wonder if you can do that. I don't think you can. I think you can. But maybe that would be good. Because uh, sometimes you might want a song blocked. Do you know what I don't like? I don't like how some songs end with like talk or begin with talk. And it's like 45 seconds of like, especially like answering machine messages. How cool do you think your answering machine message is to put it on your album? You know? So annoying. Does that happen a lot to you? Well, I, I'm just there was a trend for a while there, and like I, I like listening to kind of like '90s hip hop and stuff. It seems to be a, featured a lot in '90s hip hop music, where you'd hear a long voice message from someone. It's like, man, you must have thought you were pretty cool to include this voice message in your song. Mm-hmm. You know, it's you a can, real vibe crush if it's a party. You and, can hide a song. Uh, I, th- I think that's. Um, 
you can hide songs from certain playlists so it, it doesn't show up. Gotcha. That's that's the feature. Gotcha. But it's funny because it's available. I can do that with my iPhone. I can't do it with the desktop, which is weird. But huh. anyway, yeah, I'm going to hide that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's got a cool groove to it. We're so different with our musical tastes, eh? No. I mean, uh, there's a time and place for all the music you listen to, for sure. I just find that I'm more diverse. I like to uh, step out of uh, that uh, realm every now and then. Yeah. And you kind of stay in the same like pocket. I don't know. You heard my top five. It was pretty old school. Yeah. It's pretty old timey. It was. You know? I, I would argue that I'm more diverse than you because you with There's your no Avril, no way, exactly, and exactly. Your Taylor, yes, Swift. I love it, love it all, love it all. More you know diverse. what I mean? That's what diverse means. You like everything. <laughs> no, but that kind of classifies Avril and Taylor like that, and Billie That's Eilish. That's just one part of it. Yeah, but I like I like everything. I like classic rock. I like jazz. I like I like I like the ambient music you listen to uh-huh. that you usually hear at a hip restaurant. I like uh, all the stuff that Bundes uh, picks. I like it all. I like it all. You guys are more limited. It's like you can't get to that point where you enjoy a Taylor Swift or an Avril Lavigne. I don't know why you 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 uh, you, you, you um. I'm diverse. I'm more diverse. I just am. <laughs> Think you are. I am. <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you. I'll tell you all like my top uh, artists. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that the? Uh, oh, I don't have to get to that. It's a whole other thing, right? I mean, it was literally. It was like. Anyone from a Billie Eilish to Led Zeppelin to, you know, sure. it was all over the place. Yes. And, uh, I mean, I can, uh, generally, I would say for sure, 100% I'm more diverse than you. <laughs> all right. You're, you're, you're saying that I'm not as diverse as you because I like so many other types of artists that you don't. No. So how does I that even I, make sense? I, I'm, I'm putting it in, all those artists into the same category. Yeah, but that's just one category of the music I like. I'm and putting those ruled, artists. Yeah, and you've ruled out that category means that it would mean you're less diverse in your taste than me. That proves it. Um, I, there's I, more I put, categories of music that I'm into than you. I don't think so. It's not even possible. Okay, name a category that you like that I don't like. Um, and I'll bring up like probably two. Polka. Classical. Okay. I love cla- I yeah, yeah, I like it all. classical. Yeah, classical. What's your jazz. favorite era of classical? Um, Do you even have an answer to that? A favorite <laughs> era? Yeah, favorite um, like within I, that would be music. too difficult for me to pinpoint. To be honest, mm, yeah, Baroque is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, see, like I'm telling you, I'm more diverse than you. There's no way you're not. Bundes, I would say I'm more diverse than Bundes too. Uh, although, although I, I may not know as many artists as you guys in certain categories, I tend to like it all. Mm. I don't think, Bunnis, you've ever played a song in our podcast where it's like, oh, that song's garbage. I hate that. Yeah, I generally listen to like three distinct types of sounds. It's like rock, mm-hmm. hip hop, or like electronic, kind of like spacey alternative electronic stuff. Like, yeah. Those are like the three categories I play in. Uh, like occasionally like you get a song like watermelon sugar where it's like mm. not my standard kind of music but i really like that song and i'll put that on a lot yeah um but i don't normally listen to like pop music by myself like stuff that we play on the radio station for example like that's not my go-to kind of stuff i would never play a taylor swift or a whatever actually though that new sean mendez song that just came out yeah i, I found myself listening to that the other day I was did like, you 
this is actually a really powerful song, man. Like, it hit me in the feels, man. I was like, yo, I've been there, bro. I feel you, dog. <laughs> I've been there, man. I know what it feels like. Whoa. But yeah, generally speaking, my, my musical taste is like, it's right in there. Like, there's a couple country songs that I really jam to, but... Yeah, you kind of like stay. And I would say, uh, for the most part, Mora stays within ambient and old-timey music and jazz. Yeah. And that kind of like those categories. Uh, it's hard to say. I, don't, I, I find my playlists are, are, hard, are very not uh, genre-specific. They really aren't. They're more locationally specific, if that makes sense. Like, when I'm at the cabin, mm-hmm. I'd like to listen to this. But kind of like when you're at the boat, you, ha- you yes. might have a playlist yes. for your boat, but it might not be uh, one genre of music. Yeah, you know, might be all over the place. Kind of seasonal too. Like right now, I find I don't listen to a lot of jazz in the summer, but I do in the winter. Mm, to me, it's like a winter, it. cold outside, warm inside. Yeah, get a fire going. Like there's a whole vibe that comes with it. Getcha. Yeah, Taylor Swift is uh, more of a summer, but you know what? With Taylor, there's like there's a couple of songs that I'll gravitate to. I don't listen to when I was 22 and mm. uh, we will never get back together. All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not listening to any of the radio singles mm-hmm. i'm listening to two there were two songs that i, I liked uh, my tears ricochet and the other one exile that she did with bonnie vera bon yeah. who's amazing same with avril I, I there's like my avril playlist has five songs on it and they're just like some of the ballads you know <laughs> it's only five songs deep i think so i thought it was bigger than that i mean i can tell you i got it right in front of me right here all right all right t avril all right <laughs> i always put a t in front of any playlist that i've made it has oh, sorry six songs there's six songs. That's Complicated's pretty... not there. Uh-huh. Skater Boy's not there. It's all her slow jams, It's right? all the slow jams. It's I'm With You, Nobody's Home, Keep Holding On, When You're Gone. <laughs> Let when? Me Go With Chad Krueger. <laughs> when? When does... Yeah, when's the yeah, And Fall to Pieces. That's when's a reason. Right Is that a reason to add, my friend? Is that a reason to add the Chad one? <laughs> Do you want to know how many songs are on my T-Swift uh, playlist? Sure. <laughs> Uh, there's more. I think that's six. But uh, let me see if I can find it. When are you it. throwing on the Avril playlist out of curiosity? Like, what's the what's the location for that? You know what? Um, I I uh, I actually created that one. I think for uh, talking about it, and we were talking about it on the radio. Oh, and you threw I put it, it together. together. Gotcha. What I would do is I would build a, just a cue list. And I'd be like, ah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to throw an Avril song on there. Yes. Like a, a, an on-the-spot playlist that I may never listen to again because gotcha. it's just random, you know? Yes. So I would use it that way. Same with the Taylor Rarely would I put on just the Taylor Swift playlist unless it was for my kids. But I would grab a song. Like it's just a shortened version of all the uh, Taylor songs I like, which apparently there's 18 of them. 18! But, uh... Hold on, Swifty, my bro. 18! Okay. That is large. Oh, some of these I must have put on for my kid, because I don't listen to Lover, but that's on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, style I like. I like the song Red, All Too Well. Let's see. State of Grace. They're all the, they're all the slower <laughs> jams. <laughs> you got a Cardigan, My Tears Ricochet, Exile. Anyway. Yeah. All the good ones. But rarely would I just, could I listen to 18 Taylor Swift songs in a row? I would just use it as like a, a little a little pocket I can reach into, mm. like a drawer. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't use all my uh, cutlery. <laughs> I just, sometimes I just need a fork. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Wow. We spent a lot of time talking about. Uh, I thought we were talking talks. about cocaine. 
You thought we were going to talk about cocaine? What do you want to talk about cocaine? No, you know, I, I, I don't do cocaine. I don't do cocaine. But I found myself laughing having that song playing by Wild Cookie because I'm like, my, it was just my daughter and I when the song was on repeat. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad she doesn't know what cocaine means. But fun song, guys. I added it to my Cubano playlist. If you're intrigued. Cubano playlist, eh? <laughs> Yes. I didn't, it's not a... Not Talk a, about diversity? Yeah. Do you have a Cubano playlist? I, I can't say that I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Might have to create one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this would make it, though. Well, it feels a little Latin with the whole, like, keys, riffs. Take two. Or the almost daily take two. Gotta take that daily word out of there. The take two portion of the podcast is coming up next. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I saw something on social media over the weekend, and I was like, I don't know how Bundus is going to feel about this. Oh, dear. And I think you saw it too, Mora. <laughs> okay, so um, I follow the Friday Night Lady Friend on social media. Yeah, me too. So every yeah. now and then, it's the only time I'll see an updated picture of Christopher on uh, the uh, World Wide Web. Yeah, you know, like yeah. He, he's got an Instagram <laughs> account, but he doesn't post stuff there. Right. But the Friday Night Lady Friend does, and uh, she posted a picture over the weekend, and I was like, oh. And the reason why I call you Christopher is because that plays into this. Oh, okay. You know what it is now? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know what the Friday Night Lady Friend posted uh, was this very cute Christmas picture of a Christmas tree with his and hers matching ornaments. One said Christopher, and the other was the Friday Night Lady Friend's <laughs> name. It said Friday Night Lady Friend. No, it said Friday Night Lady Friend. And I was like, oh, I wonder, was that like, was that our Bundus buying an ornament? Deb and I, uh, we do have some ornaments with like our names on it. Uh, also our kids' names. That was all like after we got married, we were doing that. This was not like dating stage. <laughs> oh, Do you yeah. have any ornaments with you? Uh, you're and Matt? Like, no, some, no, no, like no, no, no. We're not there yet. We're not ready <laughs> for that yet. 
<laughs> we haven't come to that you point. You only have a kid and have only been married for like, what, seven years? Six years? Six years? Yeah. yeah, we're not yeah. quite ready for that yet. Yeah. It's that don't is ju- it. Don't jump Next level it. of commitment, you oh, know? If yeah. he gave it to me, I might be like, whoa, 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 whoa slow whoa. down. You think we're sharing a tree moving forward <laughs> for the rest of our lives here? Uh-huh. <laughs> Whose tree was that? That's my tree. Was that the condo tree? Hold on, that's the condo tree? Yeah. Yeah. So did you purchase these ornaments? Was this your gift to the Friday Night Lady Friend or the Friday Night Lady Friend's gift? Can we get a drum roll? Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say this Christmas guy here. Yeah. Bought the ornaments because he's a Christmas kind of guy. Had them custom made. Custom made. Because I, I think I mean I don't know unless they had a huge rack with everybody's name on it. But Not possible. I, no, Those no. look hand painted to they, me. They do look custom made. They custom look made hand ornaments. Painted. Yeah. Okay. Well, I am 100 <laughs> percent a Christmas guy. There is no question yeah. about that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 But and you do love old traditions and old snacks and old cookies and things that have been around 100 years definitely but the question is would i go and make a purchase <laughs> like that <laughs> and the, the, the answer is a 100 percent yeah. resounding emphatic <laughs> no way now oh. okay <laughs> okay all right uh, it was sweet i loved it i loved it Okay, so she brought those over? No, actually. Wait, drum roll. Bring the drum roll back again. Drum roll. The story continues. Okay. (laughs) She did not buy them either. Oh, okay. So, no, no, no. Okay, it's got to be a family member. And it's got to, I wonder whose side. Oh, you know what? What? (laughs) I bet you this is uh, fun. This is uh, parents pulling the strings on this. One might say that my family has an agenda. That's oh. right. Oh, there's an agenda. Yeah. I got a copy. It's, uh, <laughs> I got the plan. Yeah, yeah. It's stacked. Uh, yeah, so uh, I went home. Uh, it was my mother's 60th birthday on the weekend, so I went oh. to a little get-together. Yeah. And at her birthday, she gave out loot bags. And the loot bags contained ornaments with everyone's names. Ah. Longest drum roll ever. <laughs> oh, your mom bought him for oh. you. Oh, wow. That anyway. is so sweet. That's where they're at. If anyone's wondering where they're at in their relationship, his and hers Christmas ornaments is where they're at. Tucker and Mora, want to hear something funny? I, I mean, this shouldn't even be funny. I, I, I actually, I can't believe this guy is getting ripped apart for this, but uh, Montreal Canadiens basically... Their team is doing terrible. Okay. They fired the general manager. They brought in a new VP of operations. But people are freaking out because he doesn't speak French. So now they're like, oh, we got to get a French GM. Anyway, the VP uh, sat down uh, at his first press conference Mm -hmm. and uh, attempted French. And you know what? I am like 100% behind this guy's attempt at French, (laughs) even though it's a disaster. (laughs) Bonjour. A tous. C'est avec beaucoup de fierté que j'ai accepté le rôle de vice-président des opérations hockey avec les Canadiens de Montréal. La plus grande franchise dans la histoire du hockey. Avec- oh, I love 
this. I love this oh so God. much because so I, I know how much it pisses off some of their fans to hear this. And I'm like, it shouldn't, though. It shouldn't. Now, hold on a okay. second. Shouldn't there's their more fans to this be yeah. happy that he's trying? Right. You know, exactly. But, you know. It, it, it's not. He's the, not French enough? He's, well, he's not French at all. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is. You can't this even is, fake it. You can't even fake it. Guys, yeah. dance. La histoire du hockey. Du Avec hockey. les bouts de ramener la coupe Stanley et Montreal. Uh, Merci, Jeff Molson, pour ses confiance. Oh my I mean, gosh. <laughs> this poor guy. This, this poor guy. This the, poor the guy. thing is, this is okay. So people always, um, I changed allegiances with my hockey support. I am a Toronto Maple Leafs fan. I used to be a Montreal Canadiens fan. <laughs> right. And what's happening in Montreal now over this is the exact reason why I just got so sick and tired of the franchise. Because sometimes they're more preoccupied with language than they are building the right team. Mm-hmm. Coaches, everything. I get that you need to be able to communicate with the French audience. And, you know, hockey's very important in Montreal. But what would be so bad with having just somebody beside him interpreting like a translator who can speak the language perfectly they do that a lot in sport do they not all the time yes uh toronto uh, blue jays have a pitcher who can't speak english Mm -hmm. so when the manager has to go out on the mound they bring the translator out right so they can communicate Mm -hmm. nobody seems to care right they just want a lights out pitcher somebody (laughs) who can win the big game someone who can speak the language of the sport yeah right right which is its own language i'm trying to think if there's ever been a sports franchise that would never like hire someone based on the language they speak mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if there is other than the Montreal Canadiens you remember I dated a French guy when I would, lived in Montreal yeah. and he was super French I had to call over and, and I had a script Louis Philippe Louis, uh, est-ce yeah. que je peux parler avec Louis Philippe s'il vous plaît if I remember the mom answered, if the mom right? answered yeah. and you know what he said about the way I spoke French he said I find it so charming like it's so you're so, trying yeah right? Yeah, and don't they find it charming to hear him try? (laughs) Or do they not find it charming at all? Is there no charm in that effort? It it can be charming, but he just didn't sound good doing it. It's pretty funny. It's pretty bad. But I love it. I love that the attempt is there. Like, his attempt is horror. (laughs) Beaucoup de fierté que... Jay, accepté les rôles de... That's the best. It's awful. Because I know how much it drives them crazy. Bonjour. So Anglo. Yeah, yeah. Someone just called, and I was just like, we just started having a conversation. Like, we should do this conversation on On the the air. On the radio. On the radio. I I don't know if I even got your name. It's Chantal. Chantal. We were just talking about the the new VP of operations for the Montreal Canadiens attempting to speak... Uh, a little bit French. of français. A little bit of French. Oh boy. Avec les oh, Canadiens de Montréal. La plus grande franchise dance. La histoire. I mean, oh. it, it is probably Oof. one of the worst jobs I've ever heard. So I'm reading French in my life. But I'm 100% behind this guy. Right. I think it's great. Yeah. I mean, he tried. The, he tried. It, he is literally doing the best he can you at couldn't. it. Hear his voice quivering. <laughs> yeah, he know. is so nervous. Yeah, yeah. I Chantal mean, <laughs> used to live in Montreal. Is that right? Or Quebec? No, she's bilingual. No, I'm, I'm, first, I'm French first language. So I've, I grew up in Ontario, but my first language is French. I teach French. You know, I've always been exposed to the language. And 
I every time I visit Montreal, family in Montreal, if I go out, as soon as they hear my Ontario accent, they automatically flip over to English, and I oh, it just gets under my skin, and I'm just like, ah, oh, yeah. and it's just that accent, right, that I'm missing. Mm. They would explain it to you, though, that they they think they're uh, providing a better service by going to what to they assume over. is your first language. Because mm. they right. hear your accent and they're like, oh, they must be first language English. So I'll do like, uh, you know, use my English to make them feel better. I don't know if I believe that all the time. Is that most for people I you're don't. talking about, like in the service industry? Just anywhere that I go. Mm. Like, yeah, service industry, just out and about in town, like random citizens you know they just automatically switch to english and it, and it's even more insulting when they can't speak english at all but they switch <laughs> anyway and your french is better than their english right. and then their yeah. their english sounds like this guy's french hockey avec les canadians de montreal la plus grande franchise oh, i love this guy so much because i know how upset some people are by it what would you do if you were me in this situation okay my daughter is in a learn to skate program. Mm-hmm. All right. She's five. She's just, you know, they're just marching on the ice okay. in this age group. But coming up this weekend at her skating club, there is a family skate. So any skater that's registered in the program is allowed to bring, you know, a sibling or a parent on the ice with them. That's fun. For the family skate. But I'm afraid to let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> then I'm a ex figure skater because you know they're going to start asking me to start doing stuff, doing stuff around the skating club. Oh. Nobody knows yet, right? Look I just at you. I just lay back. Nobody knows. I'm undercover. I'm chill in the stands. The moment I step out there, everyone's going to know. That'd be like if um, my daughter, who does do sailing lessons in the summer, if they had a father-daughter sail-off or something. Exactly. And I show up, and all of a sudden it turns out, uh, <laughs> you know, Emma's dad's pretty damn good at sailing. <laughs> You're hilarious. I'm just like, worried they're going to so, ask me to start volunteering at the skating club. So you <laughs> skate so gracefully. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. like when you step on the ice, the spot, the lights go down and the spotlight comes on you. Yeah. And everybody is undeniably going to know that you oh, are an ex-figure skater. Well, well, now hold on a second here. They've said, oh, anybody, anybody who's coming on the ice is going to have to wear a helmet. So, okay. first of all, that's fine. I'm not going to be wearing a helmet because I'm an ex-professional. Uh-huh. You don't wear a helmet? Never. Really? Never do I wear a helmet. I don't even have a helmet that would fit my head. A bike helmet works usually in that capacity. We don't allow bike helmets in skating. How do I know this? I used to be a professional skating coach. Okay, They're well, all going to know. They're not going to not let you Level out if you have a certified. bike helmet. Right here. Okay. <laughs> so do Level I. One. How many certi- levels were there? I don't know. Three. Okay. Know. You stopped at one? I stopped at one. I okay. used to coach, you know, through university. Yeah, yeah. That's how so I. So you think that they will have to, they, they will not be able to resist the temptation of inviting you back to put on a demo for like well, the not team? a demo. I just think they might be like, oh, if you can skate, why don't you help out? Let me tell you what I love. I love sitting in the stands with a coffee and just watching it all go down. Yeah, well, I, tell them that. Tell him, say, I, oh, just say my daughter doesn't do well if I'm the one coaching her and she's just going to be stuck to me the whole time. I mean, some parents can't coach their kids. That's pretty good. But you, that is hilarious. Yeah, I'm worried. That you're worried about getting on the ice with her because you might be too good. (laughs) (laughs) I just think they're going to go, oh, 
we could use some extra hands around the skating club. Yeah. Why don't you help out? And then I'll be like, oh, I'm going to have to say yes. They want my expertise here, guys. <laughs> what am I going to say? No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, yeah no. say no. Say no. Say yeah. No, that's not my jam, TJ. I'm not a good teacher. That's what you say. But then you probably wouldn't be able to lie like Pretty that. Pretty good because, at coaching. Because you know you're so good <laughs> that you would never want them to think you weren't a great coach. Your ego wouldn't allow you to do that. Ego? This is just reality here, guys. This is just a reality. Imagine your daughter was taking acting lessons, eh? <laughs> what would happen? What that might look like. Exactly. Cats out yeah. of the bag. If they all watched RoboCop, they'd know. Yeah, yeah. They would know. Like if Bundus ever has a kid and his kid's taking driver's lessons, Bundus would be afraid to show up wearing his Corvette driving gloves. Just yeah. in the odd event, they might ask they him might to be, be a like, part oh. of the team, the teaching team. <laughs> the teacher would just get out of the car. It's like, you should probably test your own kid. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah. makes more yeah. sense. That's exactly true. He has a Corvette jacket. You don't think he knows how to drive? <laughs> Okay. Well, I know what I would do if I were you, Maura. I'd get on the ice and have a fun day and not worry about it. I bet you. Guys, I bet I'm going to time, time it. I'm going to time how long it takes okay. for someone to come up to me and go, wow. Good luck with that. Please do it and tell us how long it takes before somebody asks you to be a part of the team, the coaching staff. You ever have one of those moments with one of your good friends and you realize they don't know you at all? They don't know you at all. Sure. You're like, what? You think that that's something I would enjoy? <laughs> you guys know me pretty well. Yeah. I mean, Bundes, we've been working together almost three years now. Mora, we, we go way back. Back in the day. Do I look like the kind of guy who would get excited over a weird Al Yankovic concert? <laughs> Dude, am I, putting, no. am uh, I putting out that vibe? No, you Do I look like a weird Al fan? <laughs> uh, now listen, I've heard he's hilarious. Oh yeah, hilarious. And, and to see him live is a treat. Yeah, well. But um, do I think you're the kind of guy that wants to go to that show? Hell no. Okay, phew. Because, like, one of my good friends reach, reached out. Like, we were talking about concerts and stuff. He's like, oh, hey, here, here's one. Uh, you want to go to this one? I'm like, you think I'm going to pay money to see Weird <laughs> Al live? He just announced, I guess, a big tour. It's going to be coming, like, close by in August. I'm like, you think I'm going to give up a summer night to uh, see yeah. Weird Al? <laughs> yeah, are you a Weird Al fan, Bundes? Did you ever get into Weird Al? I mean, I laughed at some of the music videos back in the day, but I can't say I'm a fan. I don't own any Weird Al albums or anything like that. We used to work with somebody, Robin, who was a huge fan That's of right. Weird Al. Yeah. She's like, he's the best. Yeah. You got to see him live. Week, I just smiled at him. I, I mean, it's the, the same seat. bit really he's been doing <laughs> for as long as he's been doing the bit. He does parody songs. He takes the regular words and he changes them and finds something else that rhymes with them, you know? In some cases, they don't even rhyme. This is Amish paradise. I mean, it's funny because, like, parody songs now, like, everybody does them yeah. online. You know, it's, it used to be he was the only guy in the game. Yeah. Now there's lots of people in the game, right? Like, let me give you an idea of how little interest I'd have in seeing Weird Al <laughs> perform live. Like, if I was at Canada's Wonderland, yes, okay? Yes, I'd already paid to get in okay. to ride the rides. And it turns out Weird Al is performing for free on the stage there. Okay. Okay. I, I still wouldn't go to that. <laughs> 
by. You're still going to ride I'm, the coasters. I'm going to walk right by. <laughs> right. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. What if there's an epic beer garden okay. next to the stage where everyone's ha- and there's like a tequila tent. A tequila tent <laughs> at the Weird Al show. Yeah, and it's like that. And we're and it's free. It's the tequila tent is or, or not got, free. Oh, I got to pay for the tequila <laughs> in the tequila tent. Yes. But Weird Al's playing. But there. Weird Al happens to be performing. You know next what? To it. No, probably too loud. I probably don't want to. I'll probably want to talk to the people that I'm in the tequila <laughs> tent with, and I don't want to have to deal with that being too loud. If if Weird Al was at my house, okay, I was throwing a party, <laughs> and I'm on the main floor of my house, uh, and someone tells me, "Hey, Weird Al just picked up your acoustic guitar. He's doing. Uh, he's doing a set. He's doing like what's a? Let me just hear. Let me get a." He's playing his classic hit song, Fat. Uh, you know, where he put on the suit and everything? Yeah, and yeah. Was, instead of I'm bad, he did I'm fat. Yes. And he's up there. He's playing for all the people that love him. I wouldn't walk upstairs to see him perform in my own house. <laughs> I'd be like, great, and go enjoy the show. <laughs> so what did you respond back to your I was, friend with? It's like, you think I would want to go and pay money to see Weird Al? God, no. <laughs> Yeah. It's literally, it's the same bit. It's just a parody song over and over again. Yeah. And he's managed to turn it into like a people, 35 year career. I don't know when it was he like. People love seeing him yeah. live. They love it. Apparently, it's one hell of a night. I guess. I guess it is. <laughs> it's just a joke that I'm over, you know? Right. Anyway, I'm glad you guys don't see me as somebody who'd be into that. Because I have fat, yeah, that's not my jam. No. Good to know. Good. Don't give yeah. Tucker Weird Al tickets for Christmas. I'll give them. I know people I can give them to, it turns out. You want to party with the heaviest drinkers in the world, which country are you going to? I'm sticking with Russia. And <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you why. I did a little more digging. Uh-huh. So in Russia, up until 2011, anything less than 10% alcohol was just considered food stuff. Like... <laughs> It was only after 2011 yes. that things like beer were legally classified as an alcoholic drink. Prior to that, they didn't even care. Bundus, where do you think they're from? Heaviest drinkers in the world are from what country? Canada. Not Canada. a bad guess. Well, what about Ireland, too? You know, Ireland they, I, comes to mind. Don't Irish people almost pride themselves on it a little bit? Like, a oh, little bit, yeah. yes. I'm Irish, definitely heavy drinkers from Ireland, but it's not any of the countries you've mentioned. And I've partied with some Russians, too. I could not keep up. It is Australia! Yeah. Crikey! Yeah. Crikey! <laughs> I, I was thinking Germany, too. But no, Australia takes the cup. The average Australian gets drunk 27 times per year, and that's more than once every other week. Denmark and Finland are tied for second. Never would have thought of that. They get wasted about 24 times a month or 24 times a year, I should say. The U.S. isn't far behind, and then Canada, and then Ireland. Do we know what they classify as uh, being drunk? Drunk, yes. It's really hammered. It's where your your physical and mental facilities are impaired and your balance is affected for this study. So maybe Russians didn't make the top 10 because they are so good at handling their alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that they're not impaired because they grew up with it. Little didgeridoo. Oh my God, I love the didge. 
Remember when the didgeridoo was like a thing and there was guys showing up at parties playing the didgeridoo? No, no. I never remember a time when that happened. I knew a guy who used to roll through parties with the didge. It was not a normal thing. That was your your world. Was there was, my, you knew a guy who had a didgeridoo. Yeah, it was amazing. He Circular would travel breathing. with it and yeah. just show up? Well, it's like a staff, right? You can almost look like a big walking stick. It's huge. It's, like it's those, huge. You know, remember those rain things you could buy, like the big pieces of yes. wood, and you tip them upside down? A good didgeridoo is like six feet long. Yeah. Yeah, it was really, really cool to watch. Yeah. Really cool to watch. Yes. Uh, didgeridoos are right up there with Vuvuzelas for me. <laughs> <laughs> the foo foo Yes, that was fun though. That was fun I mean, when everyone had funny. one of those. You should know that there are things, phrases, and words that you should add to your vocabulary if you want to sound sophisticated. An elegance coach has revealed five different things we need to add to our vocabulary to elevate our speech. Okay? Is the word minutia there? <laughs> No. I was talking to someone the other day and they used the word minutia. I'm like, ah, I never use that word. So Maybe I'm going to work it in. Minutia is like just a bunch of things. Is that right? Like, oh, the minutia of this. I, uh, good question. I, I, I think it's more like the movement, like the. Um, it's like the precise detail of something. Oh, like. is it? But when we do- dive deeper into the minutia of the show, yeah, like we the- realize that. Blah, blah, See, blah. I was thinking of is it like uh, it's like something that moved forward, like oh, the minutia, like the, forward. the momentum. Minutia, the momentum. The mon- yeah. <laughs> no, I no, 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 another no. word for momentum. <laughs> I don't even know. That's why I was impressed by the word. I was like minutia. Oh, no, I think minutia is more like intricate detailing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So if you want to dive into the minutia mm, of of my of outfit, your outfit, then you'll realize there okay. are several. Yeah. Okay. okay. That didn't make the list. No. Okay. Well, it impressed me. Let's. Here we go. Here's a few yeah. things. Just to elevate, these are five different things to elevate your speech, okay? You want a glass of champagne or Prosecco. (laughs) Do you think it's okay? Oh, I thought you meant like in order to sound more elegant. Oh, just ask for a glass of champagne. (laughs) (laughs) Just order the right thing. Yeah, Yeah, no, 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 no. You want to have bubbles in your head. Well, there you go. Is it okay to call it bubbles? Um, Or bubbly? Can you say, I'll have some bubbly? Can I have some bubbly, please? No, no, that's not elegant. That doesn't enhance no. your vocabulary. That's right, Bundus. Give yourself a round of applause. Never order bubbly. Because that could be just anything. That could be bubbling the cheapest, water. Yeah. That could be that could be nothing. Michael Bublé could come out and hand you a can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Never go with the bubbly. You are ordering champagne or you're ordering uh, prosecco or sparkling wine. Okay. Uh, come on. Grow up. Gotcha. Add the word terribly to your vocab. So when you describe, like, let's say how full a restaurant was last night, you refer to it as being terribly full, not very full. You say, wow, it was terribly full last night at the restaurant. I'm terribly focused on the minutia of Maura's <laughs> outfit. <laughs> that was perfect. Don't you don't know. say, don't I'm know. very focused on the minutia of Maura's outfit. You say, I'm terribly focused. I'm terribly upset with Professor Bundes. Yes. Instead of, can I have a steak? Mm. Always say, may I have a steak? May I? May I is the correct way to ask for something. It also sounds more polite. I think we can get behind that. Use how to describe something and spice up your vocabulary. You'll sound more refined. For example, 
how lovely, how charming, how wonderful, as opposed to just saying wonderful, charming, and, you know, that kind of thing. Just put how in front of it. Okay. Okay. And the last tip. Yeah. I'd rather instead of really. So it was a rather lovely day instead of it was a really lovely day. It was a rather long meeting instead of it was a really long meeting. You just start sounding British. I know. I was thinking that too. <laughs> you know? A bit pompous too. You know, like it's I, I, more posh, I feel guys. Like, I feel like we should be sitting on the set of The Crown, you know? It was a rather long meeting. Instead of it was a really long meeting. So you changed your voice when you say it, too. It was a rather long meeting. You sounded rather British. (laughs) Rather uppity. Oi, Mara! (laughs) Oh, yeah, here we go. There you guys go. Those are some tips to sound more sophisticated. Okay, you want to look the very best in a picture. Somebody's taking a picture of you. You want to look hot. Am I right? Always. Are you going with a smile or are you going with a straight face? Wow. Smiles always look nice, but yeah. if you want hot, like if you're looking for hot and sexy, I don't think a smile is the I don't I, I would I think it's it's no. a straight face no. for like sexy. I disagree. I I'm just looking at myself. Smile, <laughs> straight face. I think smile's the way to go, even though we think we look cooler straight face. Right. Well, you can smile if you want to look old yeah. in a picture. <laughs> Loser. You idiot. Smiling because you're still alive and you're not dead yet. Because you're too damn old. That's right. Look, when you have as good a skin as I have, you don't worry about cracking and things like that. Faces like a babies. They they did a study and yeah. smiling makes people under 60 look older than if they kept a straight face in the photograph, okay? People in their 20s and 30s were identified as looking older than they actually were when they were smiling in photos. But people in their 60s or older, listen, you might as well just smile because it's <laughs> It's over. Yeah. It's, it's over. It's for over for you. I mean, I'm kidding. <laughs> if you're in your 60s, they say it doesn't really have an effect if you smile or don't smile. You really have kind of the same amount of wrinkles, so it doesn't change the perception of your age. So go ahead and smile. Now let's get to middle age. Okay. Let's get to 40 to 60-year-olds. I wonder, though, if there's a difference with gender. Because like when, I, when you see older guys mm-hmm. and they have those cracks, it mm-hmm. almost makes them look hotter, doesn't it? There is a difference with gender when you're talking talking middle age so 40 to 60 year olds men they say look older when they're smiling in photographs but a big smile had zero effect on middle-aged women they believe that middle-aged men have more wrinkles than middle-aged women and those wrinkles are usually around the eyes and those increase more when a middle-aged man smiles so you're wrong on that you're wrong 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 okay so I guess we should. I watch all Yellowstone. Be- I look at Kevin Costner, and I'm like, he's a handsome guy. That guy is aging like a fine wine. Yes, he he's is. He's got handsome. the cracks all in his face. He looks weathered because he's a cowboy. <laughs> but he's in his sixties, no? He's oh, got to yeah, be. He's got to be he's in his sixties. But so like, if you had your, then? yeah, yeah. But if if you look at him and you say, well, what era of Kevin Costner is the hottest? 
<laughs> I'd say almost now, man. Really? With that uh, Yellowstone look. Oh. Yeah. He he has been a smoke show his whole life. He's 66 years old. Now, if if you say to if you say, "Hey Kevin, look over here. I'm taking a picture of you." Is he going to smile or is he going to do a straight face? I picture Kevin Costner doing a straight face yeah, every me too. time. Me too. <laughs> He's not going smile. Yeah. Yeah, it could be right. Yeah, yeah. He's a straight face kind of guy. But if you're over 60, it doesn't matter. If you're under 60, they say straight face for photographs if you want to appear younger than you actually are. And grumpy. <laughs> you know, like grumpy and moody and all that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. You can't win. You can't win. If I was looking for a new mate and I was on an online, you know, Tinder or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And I was swiping. Mm-hmm. I need to see the smile. I need to see the smile to get a feeling of the person. Totally. Because I, I don't think I could ever be with someone who had one of those oh, smiles, you know, like, oh, something stinks. Oh. <laughs> I think that would be such a turn off for <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, you pointed out that some people's smiles look like they just smell to fart. Yeah. <laughs> and I never noticed that until you brought it up. And now I see them all over social media. Dude from Social Network. What's his name there? Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah. I could never date him. <laughs> Just because his smile? Smile, yeah. I need a genuine smile. You need a big smile, big teeth, big gums. Not, not necessarily Full big gums. T- <laughs> no, so back up. Just a genuine, authentic, nice, pleasant looking smile. All right. Well, there you go. A Canadian cannabis company says they have had a major cannabis breakthrough. Did they A, get rid of that skunky cannabis smell? B, get rid of the munchies. Or C, invent a brand new bong that can fit in your pocket. It's not pocket bong. Pocket bong for the win. <laughs> gotta be the pocket bong. If it's pocket bong, I've lost all credibility for whatever cannabis company you're going to mention here. Is it the pocket bong? It is not the pocket yeah. bong. Uh, <laughs> Sadly. Yeah. Okay, Sadly. so now we're down to uh, munchies and smell. I mean, munchies would be great because on one hand, people use it to instigate An hunger. appetite, you're right. Some you know, people uh, want that, especially yeah. if you're on some sort of treatment plan yes. and you're nauseous. Yes. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, it helps people who are dealing with all kinds of things eat. I'm hoping it's the smell. It is the smell. You are oh. correct. Apparently, uh, yeah. 60% of us don't like that skunky smell in public. You know, if you're walking downtown, no matter what city you're in, you walk through waves and waves and waves of cannabis smells now. And some people are sick of it, you know? So this Canadian company say they have developed odorless pot products, okay? And recent testing shows it's virtually odorous, whether, whether you smoke it or whether it's stored. And the company removed the stink by using this technology that apparently eliminates the odor without losing any of the potency or properties of the strain of cannabis. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'll believe it when uh, when it's tried. When you smoke it? Yeah. You believe it when you smoke do, it. Do you, guys, do you guys remember when we were all out for dinner and there was that guy that was with us that had like a new vaporizer and he had it in his jacket pocket? Yeah. And it... Like the whole restaurant reeked like weed. Yeah. Remember that guy? Yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember when that guy went to the bathroom and hit the vape pen in the bathroom. Yeah. Came back, 
Stank. 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 Like we stank. He stank, man. He thought no one knew. Guess what? We all knew. Yeah. And then I'm like, hey. He knew as well. He knew as well. He was like, wow, that's not discreet at all. No. I believe he Remember thinks, that guy? I believe he thinks that you can blow the vape smoke into the toilet as you flush it, <laughs> and the smoke will go down with the water. I'm sure that guy has tried that before <laughs> at maybe a sporting event or something. <gasps> and it was, you know, it, it gives you enough time to get out of the bathroom. Okay, that, that's what I heard from that guy. That guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that yeah. guy. But that guy at that time was using a one hit and not a vaporizer. So it was a little less oh, uh, discreet. Oh, less discreet. Yeah, okay. yeah. So how perfect would this product be for that guy? I think that guy would appreciate that. <laughs> Even though that guy doesn't mind the smell. Oh, yeah. He doesn't mind the smell. But, you know, sometimes you want to keep it discreet. And you know what? This is what the company says. In settings where weed might not currently be welcome. You know? Uh, Hospital when, emergency when, room. <laughs> when you're out with something and people are cannabis sensitive. You know, like mm. my mom, for example. I don't want to crush something and smell and I'm around my mom. You know, but maybe it's Christmas and I'm hanging out at home all day and that's something I'd like to do. So you can deal with your mom. Let's just say, let's just say, hypothetically, there's a girl and she wants to get high, but her mom's around and she wants to do it discreetly. Discreetly, yeah. That girl would have an option. She'd have just an like option now. that guy yes, at ex- the dinner party. So coming to a cannabis store near you will be the odorless Technology, again, eliminating the smell, but not losing any of the potency or properties of the strain. Thank you very much. Great news. <laughs> for if those you, people who care. Yeah, for, the, for that guy and that girl. You know, a new study has found that people who drive this one particular brand of car are more likely to display psychopathic traits. Corvette! Is it Corvette? the Corvette? You know, Bundes drives a Corvette. It's a Corvette. Say, it's got to be a Corvette. Bundes does come up in this study a little bit. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You come up here, bud. Uh, let me walk you through it. So psychopathic psychopathic traits, okay? That's antisocial behavior. That's egotistical characteristics, and that means you lack empathy. A BMW. Yeah, 100%. BMW. BMW has to be number one. It's the people who are always cutting in and trying to butt up and like, it's you know. so funny. I'm getting texts. Martin, it's gotta be BMW. Yeah. Jackie, BMW. What? What is it? It's They're too beautiful. bad. They're, They're great cars. cars. Fun to drive. My brother has a BMW drop top. I, I'm dying for him to give it to me. Give it to you. Give it to me when he's done with it, right? They had 2,000 car owners complete a psychopathic test to determine where everybody fell on the scale. Why should it be like a Toyota Avalon or something? <laughs> you, you know, the last car you'd expect. So, you guys are going BMW? BMW uh, has got, to be number one. Or Audi. A BMW or Audi. They Why? found yeah. that the car type with the drivers who display... The psychopathic tendencies, the number one car type, is the BMW. Uh, (laughs) It's not even a shocker, though. Not even a shocker. Followed closely behind Uh, by... Audi. Audi. Uh, It's got to be Audi. It's got to be Audi. Those are the two cars most commonly pissing me off on the roads. Followed by Audi drivers. This is insane. And what is it? Because, again... 
both cars great. I wonder if the people that run those companies hate <laughs> that it's like total douchey people yeah. that are attracted to their cars. They're like and giving oh God. their cars a bad name. <laughs> this guy's walking in again. He's just typical. Yeah. Ah. Oh. The next brand? Uh, ooh, a Corvette! No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's probably something weird like uh, like Mazda Miata owners or something like no, that. No, no, it's going to be a higher-end car. It's going to be like a, 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 maybe it's a Lexus or something, but like I'm not going to say Lexus, but ooh. next level, you know, like Acura, Lexus, uh, no, I'm thinking Italian. Infinity. What about Italian? What, could we go like Ferrari or what, what's... Uh, wow, that's too high-end. I what's, don't know. What's the other one? You're, you're on to something, Bunnis. It's too high-end. Fiat. Fiat. Yeah, it's Fiat. 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 Yes. Fiat. Yes. Fiat. I can't believe you're nailing all this. And then, yeah. in at number four, this is funny, is anyone who owns an electric vehicle oh. in at number four. <laughs> oh my God. I think Tesla drivers are almost as bad as BMW Oh, drivers. yeah? They're awful. I think it's a real good, they run the gamut. I've had some pretty aggressive Tesla drivers all around me. Yeah, and then yeah. this blew my mind, uh-huh. okay? And this is where Bundus comes up. Anyone with a personalized license oh. plate. <laughs> Doesn't matter what kind of car you drive. Boom. You are all up there as high as the BMW driver for psychopathic tendencies. You're up at the top. So they say if, if you combine personalized license plate with a BMW driver. <laughs> oh, double whammy. Oh, now you got a double Watch whammy. Out. Watch out. That so- guy's never letting you in. What is the best way to make your ex jealous and to get their attention? Bondus, you must have pulled them. Oh, the odd move. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't that it never works. <laughs> Come uh, on. It does sometimes. Yeah. The best thing to do I found is always to not let it show that it affects you, like to move on with your life and to look like you are having fun yes. without them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Buy a Harley Davidson motorcycle <laughs> yeah. and go for a rip. Uh-huh. Go for a rip. That's what Bundes did. I did uh-huh. that after a breakup. I did. Okay. Is that the most extreme thing you've done after a breakup to make it look like you're doing just fine, even though you were like dying inside? Uh, that was one. Another time I, I got on a plane and went to California for a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tried to sleep my way through it with random strangers. Mm-hmm. That, that helped. It did. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rebound. So are you posting a lot of pictures of these experiences at the same time? 100%. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to let everybody know. You gotta, yeah, I'm over here <laughs> having a good time. Yeah. Doesn't that get in the way of the next girl you want to hook up with in California while you're on the trip? If I'm posting pictures? Yeah. Like, oh, you looks like you were with someone last night. Oh, now you want to be with me? <laughs> or you don't get to that point. Well, they, they don't have my Insta right okay. away, right? Yeah. You know, you don't give that out right away. Gotcha. So it's all about the posting. And maybe this woman went a tad bit too far. A woman is going viral right now after she said she hired a professional photographer and a fake husband threw on a wedding dress and staged a fake wedding. Just the pictures, you oh know. My God. She had pictures of him and her. <laughs> her and the way. I mean, this is all because her ex was not responding to any of her text messages. Oh so my she's God! Like, oh, just wanted to let you know, I'm getting married. Two things. First of all, Bundes didn't the one that get away uh, for you in your life. Isn't she supposedly married? She is married. She lives like 
or a few is she? Away from or me. is she? And supposedly oh, just had a kid. Oh, yeah. Or, or did, did she? she? Or did she find <laughs> out it was all fake? <laughs> she was doing this just to get you to respond to her text messages. Oh my God! If if I had an ex that went to the extreme that you're talking about, it would make me so happy that they are my ex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she is said, "Guess what? what? It didn't work. Oh, okay. He did not reach out even after she posted all these pictures." But I find this really funny. Another woman commented saying it did work for her. She tried a similar stunt. Her ex reached out to stop the wedding and propose to her in that moment. She says it just takes the right amount of crazy, ladies. Just the right Aww. amount. Not too much. Not too little. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. That's kind of, yeah, you, yeah, you may, that's a toxic relationship to come. If you're doing like little sabotage tricks like that, little sneaky tricks like that at the beginning of Oof. your marriage, just wait to see what's going to happen after. Can you imagine finding oh. out that that wedding was fake, that you rushed in to stop? Can well, you just imagine? trying to trick someone into proposing to you. If they don't know or they're on the fence, that's the last thing you want to have happen. 100%. Then you got somebody who's not all in. Yeah. And then the second things get tough... They're gone. Guess what Whether sucks? Whether they are physically or mentally. When you're with somebody who's not all in. Yeah. That's not a good relationship. Laura knows what it's like to be in a relationship when she wasn't all in. I think we all do to a certain extent. Yes, we do. Most of us don't get married. Okay. I thought there was something wrong with me, you know? I know. It's, it's <laughs> butterflies. It's normal, Maura. How many people told you that? They, yes. Cold feet. Cold, cold feet, feet are normal. All these guys, it's like it's cold feet. You just needed to see your uh, ex with a new fiance <laughs> for you to be reminded how great she was. No. That's what it takes now. Trust your gut. It's Tucker and Mora. You know, we're at your service. You got a problem you're trying to figure out? You can always throw it at us and we can see if we have a solution or if anyone listening has a solution and Jordan's got an issue you want some help with. And Jordan, lay it on us. What's going on, man? So uh, I've just started seeing this new girl. I'd say about a month and a half-ish. Um, things are going okay, I'd say. All right. I'm just wondering, like, what's the protocol for presents? Oh, you got to give her one. But I don't even want a present. <laughs> so you just want to skip the whole gift. How do I bring that up? Like, Just like, hey, like, let's not do presents this year. Is that something that, you know... Can you, like, establish it early enough? Like, hey, this is all new. I'm having a lot of fun. But let's just take the pressure of presents off the table this year because this is new. I think that could could work. You know who the best person to buy for is? The new guy you're dating, you Oh, really? (laughs) Yes! And that's what I'm afraid of because, like, I don't want anything. Yeah, and and you know the hardest person to buy for early in a relationship is the new girl. I'm telling you, because you got to be, it's like that delicate balance of you want it to be meaningful, but not too meaningful. Right, right, and right, right. it's yeah. got to have enough value, but not too much value. Otherwise, it seems like you're trying too hard. What about the gift of like an experience? And that mm. that means that you're going to be, uh, that commits though. Like, yeah, the tickets that's it. to something now. Unless that, that something is in the next two weeks, yeah. you know, <laughs> then now you're saying like, oh, you think we're going to be together in February or May. Uh, Bundes, I mean, you've definitely had uh, started enough new relationships in December. You must know about this. 
Um, I guess the most important question is, do you want to keep dating this person? Like, do you see potential beyond Christmas? Uh, see, that's where, that's where the problem lies. Cause I'm not, I'm not sure. It's too early like, to tell. Too early it's to too tell. early to tell. Cause like, I, I like her. She's a great, you know, person and human being, but like, she's literally the first girl that I've kind of like hung out with and been with since, you know since the last girlfriend and it's like okay well do i just jump into a relationship overall bondness what's yeah. your take on this if, if you want the if you think there's a chance a relationship could be a, a big one uh, down the road I, I i totally get the the hesitancy but i still think you gotta get something it doesn't have to be anything big or major but i feel like if you want to give this a little bit of a chance to see where it goes but not like say i love you immediately like you need still need to get a little something whether it's like a bottle of wine with something small that she's kind of mentioned that she's into. Yeah, like, that's a good mm-hmm. idea. Because, you, know, you know, I think otherwise, if she's also on the fence about where this is going, she might be looking at a future of thinking you're a cheapo and that, you know, oh, this is going to be your move. Like, oh, every year yeah. is that you're never going to give a gift. And then, oh, wow, this guy doesn't even want to get me a present. He's already cheaping out. We just started dating. What's it going to be like five years from now? <laughs> yeah, like no no jewelry or anything like, no. like nothing like that. No, no. Yeah. Just, it could be something sexy. What about a perfume, man? Like that's that's simple and easy. Like something that you can say, like, I smelled this. It smelled really good. It made me think of you. I'd love to smell this on you. But it's not like over the top romantic. It's just it's sexy enough, but it, and it's not super expensive. Like something like that might work well. Jean jacket. Jean jacket. Jean jacket. That's it. No, but a whole Canadian It's not a bad idea. A cool article of clothing, you know. Yeah. You can't go wrong with like a classic jean jacket. Although she might be like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah. <laughs> also, also not the cheapest thing to buy. I no. mean, it could be one hundred and fifty no. bucks. It'll be like a hundred dollars. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's more than I was looking to spend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're gonna throw it out there. All right, we're gonna throw yeah. it out there for you. How's that sound? All right, that sounds good. We'll see if we can get you an answer. I'll look forward to it. So, is it ever okay to say like? No gifts. Let's not do gifts. Or is that just going to seem way too cheap? Tucker and Mora, we're trying to help out Jordan. He wants to know if it's ever okay in a new relationship that's only like six weeks old at this point to say, you know what? This Christmas, let's just not do gifts. Mm -hmm. Let's take the pressure off. Mm -hmm. I mean, in theory, it sounds like a great idea, but can you do that? 1-800-953-2464. Ashley, what's your take on this? It is way too late in the game. To say no gifts this year. She might already have something bought. It's December already, guys. It's, She's it's, already it's thought. It's too She's, late. Yeah, it's if too late. If you had said this a month ago. They only started dating a month ago. Upset. Like, and it was so early. How about this, Ashley? There's still plenty hey, of time to return it. Same time. Christmas time, same time every year. He knew Christmas was coming. So as he saw it go, even if it was like two weeks ago, right, he could have said something earlier now he's kind of Screwed. He has to. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I uh, see. I think that's almost creepier when you're only uh, two weeks into a new relationship when you're starting to discuss oh, what you're getting for Christmas <laughs> or whether you're going to buy gifts. Wired, girls are wired differently. She for sure had something in mind. Like I said, sure. that's the person you want to buy for. That's where you get the most joy. Yeah. Like you enjoy that process of shopping for that person. You know why? Because I, this is going to sound like I'm, uh, I don't know if it's even going to sound sexist, but I feel like a woman buying a guy a present at Christmas in a new relationship, that gift is way less loaded than the gift the guy gives the woman. Maybe. Well, and maybe it probably is, 
You know, you, you easily get you a sweater. Yeah. And it could not. It's and it could not be too big. Yeah. It could be too big. And there's no, oh, you, you, the guy's not going to be like, you thought I was just ripped. You know, like, or, <laughs> that doesn't come up. You all really that. Could have, he really could have casually brought this up earlier, though. Okay. Mm, it's too late to so, bail. really could have. Too late. Ashley <laughs> has weighed in. It's too late. It's too late. Girls are planners. She's probably already got something in mind, if not already bought. And it's too late. Thanks, she Ashley. Ashley brought it up. Absolutely. Appreciate you coming on. Okay, thanks. Mike sent us a text. He says a nice candle is always my fallback gift. It's neutral. It's seen as a little bit romantic. Mm. And then Cindy kind of texted the same vibe. She said, I got a candle for a guy one time to help set the mood. He thought I got it for him because he thought his house stank. (laughs) So, yeah, you you think you're not sending a message, but maybe you are. I got got the perfect idea. And it's one of my favorite gifts from last year. Yeah. The magazine subscription. Oh, yeah. It's Architectural Digest. Arch- I mean, I did Architectural Digest. It's still my favorite gift. It's the gift that keeps giving every month. Yeah, that's... Pick an interest that she has and that get... That's the worst idea ever. <laughs> Loser. Loser. Murderer. Oh, whatever. I'll I can why. get you a boat okay. magazine. What if, what if someone you knew, okay? Yeah, like if you knew me really well, no, maybe... No, really well. I would only have to go out on two dates with you to know you're interested in boats to a level yeah, of like insanity. But, yeah, but do I want to read a boat magazine? I don't know. <laughs> you make boat videos. Yeah. You make boat videos with your drone. I, I could make my own magazine. You think I gotta live vicariously through other people? <laughs> I'd get Bundus um, Rolling Stone. Sure. He'd love that. Yeah. You know? Uh, get me Architectural I, Digest. I think, honestly, I think we put too much emphasis on presents anyway with kids and everyone at Christmas. Sounds like a cheap loser yeah. over here. No. It's Tucker and Mora. We've been talking about if it's ever okay in a new relationship come early December to say, hey, you know what? Let's just not do gifts. Let's skip the whole thing and take the pressure off. What's your take on this, Jess? I think even a box of chocolates, like you have to do something. I know it's your first Christmas. You don't want to go right into the diamond ring, but. I even get co-workers chocolates, like... Yeah. Simple chocolates, like Bundes was talking about turtles earlier. Like, Ooh, that's a winner right yeah, there, right? Turtles. <laughs> turtles, I'm, I'm sorry, is kind of an old person uh, no, treat. No, 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 That's caramel, pecans, and chocolate. That's your jam right there, okay. pecans. Turtle, turtle is like the smaller equivalent of an O. Henry chocolate bar. <laughs> that's what it is. No. It's just squished into a different shape. It's delicious, Tucker. Oh, now yeah. I'm bored. And then give a box of after eights as well. Ooh. You know what loves that? Older people. Delicious. It's a Ferrero Rocher. Yeah. <laughs> or, I don't know. Turtles. I, mean, I mean, you can even get those candles that have the jewelry in it. Those are super cute, not expensive. Victor so came up her. with a good idea. He said, take her out for like a simple dinner and then buy her like $20 earrings. You know, you can get cool earrings at mm, H&M. No. No, just, no, 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 not twenty dollars. No, why? Because if, if you're gonna buy jewelry, you got to do it right. Uh, maybe, maybe she has like if I had fake jewelry on, I'd be green. So maybe not a good idea. Okay. Well, thanks for your take on this. Appreciate it. 
Yeah, no problem. Thanks for calling. Tucker and Maura, we're talking about if it's ever okay in a new relationship that starts like just before December to like rule out presents, just establish, hey, let's not do presents. And you know what? <laughs> At first I thought, no, you got to. But now I'm starting to come around to the idea of like, yeah, then you get to enjoy yourself and there's no pressure on either side of the relationship. Elaine, uh, what's your take? See, I think later in the relationship, like I've been married 10 years now, it's fine. But I think when you're first out establishing a relationship, it kind of sets a tone. And I kind of think if uh, it was me, I would think he wasn't very thoughtful if he didn't even want to buy me something small. I something agree. Small I kind yeah. of think okay. it, it doesn't have to be a huge thing, but it's about um, how, mu- how, how much are you going to be thinking about me or how, what kind of a person are you going to be if you don't even want to buy me a small gift now? Yeah, but what about this? What if you bring it out and you present it to the other person like, I don't know how you feel about presents, but I'm open to either scenario. I just wanted to know where you sit just to create that communication, you know? Open up those lines and say, if you don't want to do them, I, I'm on board with that, but I'm also happy to go out and find the perfect gift for you. <laughs> Because yeah. exactly. right, he just wants to know if he can broach the subject, really. First six months is when you're putting your first, your best foot forward, right? Mm-hmm. This is where you're supposed to be showing the best side of you. Mm-hmm. So even you're bringing it up, you're showing a dark side. Well, you're showing well, yeah. like, a little bit of laziness and you're not excited. And not compliment. Yeah. Elaine, right? uh, thank you. No problem. Will sent us a text. He says, my girlfriend, now wife told me at the very beginning of our relationship that we will never be doing gifts <laughs> because she's That's brazen. I love it. I know. <laughs> she says it gives her a headache to think about what gift to pick for people so she just doesn't want to do gifts. So, you know, maybe there's a double standard there, like coming from the female side of things. 100%. No. 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's okay for her to say it, but not for him. Nick? It is 100% a double standard. Mm. Okay, and what can uh, Jordan do about this situation? He wants to maybe throw that out there. When I first met my fiance 11 years ago, we did not do gifts because we were trying to at least give the relationship a shot before, you know, thinking, oh, is is she going to like this? Is he going to like this? Yeah, how much are they spending? How much am I spending? You got to guess. Did you discuss that you wouldn't do gifts? Yeah, of course. Wow! And, uh, no one, no one, no one came. It didn't come across as anyone being unthoughtful. It was a very mature conversation, and ah. you know, we, even today, there's still a lot of pressure with gifts. But uh, okay, my, uh, I'm curious though. Like, how early before Christmas were you guys dating, and that conversation came up? Mm. Uh, we started dating in September, so it was <laughs> two and a half months. Okay, so you had a little yeah. more. Yeah, you guys were together longer than Jordan and this girl. Nick says it worked for him, so God, I'm going back and forth on this one. You, you just got to fight with the right person. Yeah, it really does. It's very like person specific for sure. Thanks a lot, Nick. Amy, what do you think? I think never gifts, and my uh, boyfriend and I, he never really knows what to get for a gift, and it stresses him out. So right away, he said. <laughs> I don't really know how to do the gift thing so well. Let's just go away somewhere. And that set a precedent. Like, we just went away, and we always just do things together. We don't buy anything for each other. Oh, that's interesting. We, we are getting a lot of texts from people saying that instead of gifts, in lieu of gifts, they do a trip or something yeah. like that. So okay. there you go. Thanks, Amy. Yeah, no worries. I would say the overall consensus is you have to buy something, even though... 
you know, it worked for Nick to get out of presence and some people are like saying they can do it. You just have to establish a plan mm-hmm. that involves like treating each other. Right. Whether it's in an experience form yes. or as a, a small gift. gift. Yeah. I think that's the takeaway, right? Okay. Anyone leaving with any other thought on this? Yeah, something's got to be done. Something's got to be done <laughs> in one form or another. Okay. If you get stuck in a pub, let's say for four days, you're stuck in this pub, okay? It's mm. a blizzard. You are you and 61 people mm-hmm. are stuck in a pub Ooh. for four days. Ooh. Now, you went to this pub to check out a cover band. Yeah. And you guys all got snowed in. Okay, this just happened in the UK. 61 people stranded wow. at a Yorkshire pub for four days. At least you got booze and food for a while, right? You do. Yeah. And you got a tribute band. Now, yeah. let's hope that you like the tribute band. I'm about to tell you who they were, but what would be a nightmare situation? Uh, Day four. I, I can give you lots of examples. I'm sure Bundes can, too. Here, I'll give you one right now. I don't and don't get me wrong. I don't not like Maroon 5, but I can only handle like maybe two songs. And then after a while, I'm like, okay, yeah. voice is too high. Yes. I need another register. Yes. Change, you know, bands, please. I don't think I could handle that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bundus? Oh, man. Um, it's got to be, I, I, I think Journey would, would kill me. Because like listening to Don't Stop Believing... <laughs> We're four days over again, constantly kind of giving you hope. Like, don't don't yeah, stop yeah. believing you're gonna get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Like that that would that would kill me. Journey cover band, and also I don't know another song by Journey. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> well, there's a few. I think if, I think you'd be surprised. I would take Journey over Maroon Five. I'll give you one. Okay, okay? give me another. There's another one. one that would be a nightmare, mm-hmm. and it's a possibility. People do tour as a cover band for this one. Oh no, yes. That would be hard. That would be a nightmare. Day four? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day four? I'd be punching walls. Yeah. For me, it'd be more like a like a Spirit of the West, um, oh, sea, see, sea shanty vibe. Uh, Day four, that. though? Okay, that or how about this one? <laughs> Shoes on, get up in the morning. BTS cover band for four days. Again, the odd song, kind of fun. But you know, Sing song when I'm walking home, you know, cover band. I, could, I couldn't handle that. Any like boy band would probably be tough to handle for more than just like you know one, one set. I kind of like the tribute band though, like when they fully dress and like they commit. Yeah, yeah. They commit. Yeah, they're all in. Like there's like a fake slash, and he's yeah. got the stupid hat on, <laughs> yeah. the glasses, oh, like a fake wig maybe, or they've actually got real hair that they've permed yeah. to look yes. like slash. Yes, they kind of. Act yeah. like them. They're hooking up with people, but they're off like the stage. way more overweight than the original person. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. I, I I can appreciate that. Okay, so, so the it, band was. Oh yeah, you I have told the us. band. Okay. The cover band is called Noasis. Oh yes, oh, yes. 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 Today was gonna be the day. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but this would have liked to be trapped with these guys. It would have been all right. That would be great. Oasis got a ton of songs for them to go through. Four days. As long as it's not four days of this song only, because that would be <laughs> tough. just this. <laughs> Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. So and then as people get rowdy and get angry, be like, don't look back in anger, everybody. <laughs> 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 
So what they did the first night, of course, was their regular set. And yeah. then they got snowed in. Nobody could leave. They were sleeping on cots in the bar. Everybody. Wow. That's not bad. The next night, they did an acoustic set. Oh, okay. Mixing it up. Yeah. Here's where they went wrong, though. The third night, they did karaoke and let other people oh. come up and sing. No, I think by, uh, by day three, you know, everybody. <laughs> I, and, you know, you got the booze. I'm sure that's fine. You ever done karaoke with a live band? That's fun. Is it? Yeah, because well, you get the full live band experience. Yeah, yeah, that's true. People probably loved that. Yeah. There you go. They're out now, by the way. Four days, and then they got out. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3.